Friends, welcome to Catholic Ad Lib, or welcome back. Um, first podcast after we concluded the uh, the daily Lenten reflect- reflections during Lent. So uh, we are now post Easter, but not really, because uh, the the uh, season of Easter is fifty days, and it deserves every one of those days because of how phenomenal the resurrection is, not only for the the actual events that Christ died, buried, was buried, and after three days rose. Uh, no other, no other person has done that. No other person will do that. Try as we might, uh, you know, our medicine uh, uh, achievements aren't going to do that. Never will. We shouldn't try. Um, but more than that, it's what it did for us, what the resurrection of, of Jesus did for us. It, it opened the gates of hell. We, we have a choice. Uh, as, as I, I wrote a reflection the other day, we, without the resurrection, you know, Jesus was a good guy, said a lot of great things. Yeah. He performed some miracles and now he's gone. Um, that's not the case. We have been redeemed. I think that's a word that we underappreciate. But, and one of the central mysteries of, of Easter is that Holy Saturday, we, we recall that Jesus went all the way into hell where we don't want to go. But he went there to, as some said, I, I read this recently, he went there to preach the gospel. And and that's what I want to talk about today. Um, I, w- I really want to pose a question. And the question for you is this. I ask you to, to ponder this. If I say gospel, you say what? Said another way. When you hear the word gospel, what comes to your mind? There's a lot of, uh, I believe, foundations about our faith, and I believe this is certainly one of them, because the gospels are certainly contained in the Bible, part of the Bible, and we have to ask the question whether or not we believe implicitly that the Bible is the inspired word of God. I think that's a real good starting point. Because if we if we don't, we end up picking and choosing what we choose to believe. And as a result, we end up really creating our own personal religion. And I just firmly believe that is a disaster. I, I've been there. There have been many things that I liked, warmed up to, and many, many things that I just shied away from, resisted, didn't want to come to grips with, mostly the latter. So again, the question, I say gospel and you say what? I'd ask you to think about that. Um as I've said quite a few times, for me, the gospel, while I am not a, uh, an apologist 
um, or a scripture scholar by a long shot. I have developed a practice of reading the Gospels and trying to stay with them, a practice called uh, Lectio Divina, reading them over and over every morning. It's, it's like it's like putting your ear to the ground, you know, and they say, like, if you're, if you're near train tracks or you put your ear on the rail, you can hear a train miles away, I think. So that's what it's like for me. I'm not suggesting it would be the same for you, but it's a practice that I've developed and to not do it every morning um, is odd, very, very odd. So again, when you hear the word gospel, what what do you think? What do you believe? What does it conjure up? What do you recall? What's your favorite? What's your least favorite? It's okay to ask that. What do you struggle with? Um, but regarding the gospel, as baptized Christians, we have a job to share it. Uh, that's... That's simplistic, I know, but the fact is we are all different. I, I think we all agree with that. Therefore, we all have a different way of sharing or evangelizing. And I, I think that word evangelizing scares a lot of people, but it's just fundamentally sharing the gospel. More specific, it's sharing the unbelievable unbelievable good news of the gospel. And here for me is what is central in the gospels. I have in my, you know, normal life, day in and day out, I have questions. I have struggles. But it's incredible for me, it's incredible how in the gospels I find myself I'll read, a, I'll read a gospel passage and I'll pray with it and things come to light not only about what that passage means, I, I, can, I can go deeper, but how it, how it plays out in my life. So here's, these are documents that were written 2,000 years ago and I'm able to more or less put myself into the scene. Um, it could be a, one of a lot, a lot of people in the gospel, the characters that I will identify with. And one that we all know pretty well is the story of the woman at the well and how, how she was amazed when Jesus told her things about her past, about her life, and her reaction. That's when she knew that he was the Messiah. I think, too, that the word gospel scares some people, and it, it really shouldn't, but I think it begins with uh, the fact that we put up obstacles and the first of which is a lack of humility. And I come back to the word, I come back to whether or not we implicitly believe that the Bible 
is the inspired word of God. That's like a really good starting point. And there's, I read recently that there's four, and, and this isn't an, an exhaustive list, but there's four fundamental obstacles that we tend to have about the Bible. Now, number one is a misunderstanding of what is meant when we speak of God. And what a, what a subject that is to ponder, just ponder who God really is. The second one is a misunderstanding about the way that the Bible is to be read. And here I'd like to insert something. When I was growing up, it was, we were dissuaded from reading the Bible for fear that we would misinterpret it. And as I, I end up going a lot of places on the internet, I love the internet and I hate it at the same time. Um, but I come across a lot of people who pick and choose what they want to believe about the Bible, and they bring to the table their own interpretation. And I believe that is a big mistake. Because in doing that, what you end up doing is creating your own religion. And we don't need, I don't know how many people are in the world right now. <laughs> I don't keep count. But I know in the United States, there's, uh, I was talking to my son recently, there's about 326 million inhabitants of the United States. We don't need 326 million religions. Um, I would call that chaos. I think, I think we have a lot of religions today, and that's why we have the chaos that we have. Uh, the third obstacle that people have is a misunderstanding between the relationship between religion and science. And people believe that science debunks religion that and i read it as this that we're smart enough to figure out that there is no god we're smart enough to figure out that um you know we're okay on our own we don't need anybody etc how, how humorous is that and lastly the fourth obstacle is a misunderstanding between religion and violence and here is where again people pick up the bible and they read a, a, a something of a violence that took place and they say, aha, there, you know, we're not about love here. I have many examples here in the Bible. And that's where we take the Bible totally out of context. So again, the question, I say by, I say gospel, excuse me, I say gospel and you say what? If you would love to share your reaction, whatever it may be, I would love to hear from you. You can email me at catholicadlib at gmail.com, catholicadlib, L-I-B, at gmail.com. Um, I just think, again, it's foundational to understand what we accept and what we don't about the gospel, but also that we have we have a job to do. We have a responsibility to evangelize. And on, on that word, let me end with just one particular comment, rant, beef, whatever. And that is many, many times we fail, and, and I'm going to 
you know, people that, that are preaching the gospel, point, point to them for a minute, well-intentioned, have knowledge, but ardor is lacking. And we're supposed to be excited when there's no excitement coming from the person proclaiming the gospel. We are to be a joyful people. That's what Easter is about because of the incredible news of Jesus' death and resurrection and what it did for us. It's, it's stinking incredible. It deserves our attention. Our reaction must be joyful. God wins. The devil's a liar. Period. We are to be joyful. And we are to be joyful in proclaiming the gospel, however we do it, however we evangelize, just sharing the good news. So I ask you to think about the gospels today, ponder that, pray with that. And again, if you have a notion to, to share, please do so. I wish you a blessed Easter season. We have about uh, 43 days to go, somewhere around there anyway. God bless you.